ASMR on. <laughs> Eight straight hours Eight of straight brown noise. Brown noise. Uh, <laughs> wait, brown noise does actually work. It, it, it clears children out like you would. Oh my God, listen. <laughs> it clears me out. <laughs> Tip to top. Um, okay. <laughs> Are you going to play us in or what, brother? <clears throat> <laughs> Over Broadway. <laughs> it's another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Connor, I have something I'd like to address. Okay, please address it. Okay, I just want to address this. I even wrote it in my phone so I wouldn't forget. Oh my God, even. A I'll, note even. Is note this in the notes even. app? It's, it is. It's literally in the notes app. And it's okay, not an apology. <gasps> it's a rant even. A rant. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so scrolling TikTok as every normal 31-year-old woman does. I've heard this of many normal 31-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I saw a TikTok comment on a video of Jinx complaining that... So the video was like looking at Jinx singing... A song from Chicago, right? Because she's, she's famously famously on Broadway in Chicago now, now, which we love, and we are going to go are see. Going, um, and some guy had commented and was like, "It's just so crazy how the girls these days have no theater etiquette. They're just clapping over people singing and like just clapping whenever they feel like it and whatever, whatever." And <laughs> like the op of the video responded and was like. Um, this comment's actually giving no one dresses for the theater anymore. People experience live theater in different ways. And I just want to say, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> That's fucking wrong. Wrong. You can't just do whatever you want and then be like, I'm actually experiencing live theater in a different way. Thank no, you. There's fucking rules. And while we're on the subject, even though I once famously wore jeans to the theater, and I would like to point out that it was a matinee, so I do feel okay in that That's decision. A, that's true. Um, you can buy one nice thing. Like, you right. can go to Goodwill and you can thrift one nice outfit. Like, all, all I'm saying is don't wear your Lululemon set to the L- fucking theater. Literally don't wear, like, your workout gear to the theater. That's like, disrespectful. I'm so sorry. This is crazy. I don't feel like I'm being elitist. Like, I have no money. I've been broke as shit. Right. Famously, I've skimmed my way through most of Brooklyn. Most of Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> you can wear... An, On a PayPal. Like, a nice Sunday outfit. Yeah. Um, and it's not elitist to say don't do that. And then also, Mary, don't be clapping just whenever the fuck you feel like it. Right. There are appropriate moments in songs yeah. to clap. Yeah. If you're just like clapping over the music, <laughs> yeah. um, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what's happening? I think the thing was like Jinx sang and then um, the next person started singing and they were still clapping for Jinx. And the next person was singing. Like th- over the next person okay. is what I think was happening. I couldn't quite understand. But I was just like. Yeah, there's a time and a place. Um, right. I just really hated people experience live theater differently. Like, that I will makes come me... to your house and scream into your face. Thank you. That makes me so <laughs> upset. I literally, I don't know if I sent this video to you, but, but there was, a, I saw a recent TikTok also on my For You page mm-hmm. of a woman talking about the horrible audience experience that she had also at Beetlegeist. Oh my land. What I, is it about Beetlejuice? What is that it? makes people think they can act like damn fools I'll in tell the you, theater? It's these young girls going these to the young theater. These young girls on our gay Instagrams our going gay Instagram to feed. the theater. Copyright Pat Regan. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Regan on the pod when. <laughs> my dream. 
time. Correct. Um, so anyway, I just needed to address that there is a wrong way to experience live theater. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, There's rules for a reason. There are rules for a reason. And all you got to do is sit down and shut up. Yeah. And that's that's basically it. And someone popped and, on and was like, I'm actually a performer and we actually don't care what you come dressed like and we don't care when you clap as long as you show up. And it was like, I just don't think that's true. Right. I Like, it's giving, it's giving like standby it's giving <laughs> i'm not sorry the standbys. like girl has declared war on every single broadway <laughs> standby now i just think like okay the don't understudies think that's are true. quaking <laughs> i just don't think that's true like i i feel like that's someone who's like auditioning a lot but like rarely getting stage time do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, and no offense absolutely. no shade because you're doing more than me i simply never audition right but i just think maybe calm down mama because because let's face it if that were Patty Lapone, mm-hmm. that person would be dead. Thank you. She would have got her harpoon gun and they would be stapled to the <laughs> exactly. back of the fucking booth theater. The harpoon gun that is in her writer that she keeps on stage <laughs> at all times. Exactly. And that's why it's so expensive to book her, and that's why she's so not on the union anymore. The harpoon fees were getting out of control. Out of control. Oh, okay. Anyway, rant over. Uh, we have no guests this week, which is why I'm allowed to rant. Exactly. Um, Mitch, producer Mitch gave us special permissions at the top of the show. He said rant. He said rant he away. Hit the rant no button. Um, every every meeting we have, producer Mitch tells Connor and I, he's like, I, "You guys think you get a guest? I'm just, uh, I just think it would be better." I'm like, we know what you're saying. We know. What we you're, can read between the lines. You just think we're not funny. <laughs> we understand you're tired. You're of tired us. of us. Our jokes aren't good. And you know what? We agree. <laughs> we feel it too. We feel the same way. Please, anybody, be a guest on this podcast. Email uh, us <laughs> at. Connor.relly at gmail.com. <laughs> or bentoverbeway at gmail.com. That oh, one too. No one checks that inbox. So I actually don't. Yeah, that's that, why I said yeah. email You'd me. be better off DMing us on Twitter <laughs> or, or Instagram, frankly. Absolutely. I'm never not on Twitter and Instagram. Amen. Actually, I have been cutting back on Twitter recently. Wow. Is it because it's terrible and you yeah, can't see anything good? It's bad now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty miserable. And not because not just because Elon Musk took over, but just because, like, why did they turn it into TikTok? Yeah. Well, I love when people are just, like, pulling content from TikTok and putting it on putting it on Twitter like what is this Instagram literally for, with tweets from 12 years ago what's I'm happening here? not doing this I didn't come here for this <laughs> this isn't what I signed up for I signed up to be mad as hell <laughs> for every single second my eyeballs are on the screen I signed up to see the most insane discourse <laughs> you could possibly think our bears ableist like yeah. that's what I'm looking for you know what that's our problem we're not contributing enough that's we've true, been passive actually. observers for too long we, we've been lurkers we need to get in the mix we need need to start throwing our hat and Thank the you. ring. Sticks of dynamite. We yeah. need to start blowing Absolutely. up the discourse. Absolutely. Um, let's start with our birds um, classist. Yes. Okay. And the answer is and yes. The answer is yes. If you can afford a bird. Yeah, that's true. Then you're seeing theater in a box seat. <laughs> Mama. Box five. <laughs> <laughs> a little phantom joke for all those in the know. Okay. Let's talk about the show this week. Hold on. Hold for cough. okay the show this week we thought to ourselves what's a show that simply no one's gonna come on here and want to talk about stan and the conclusion we came to thank you once again to the folks at broadway Broadway hd HD. please sponsor us (laughs) please god we're begging you just give us an annual subscription thank you so much that's all we're asking Um, for it's 130 dollars. i feel like you can swing it okay honestly the the show is kinky boots kinky boots Wow, Tony Award Tony Best Award Musical 
robbed. Matilda was robbed. <laughs> and that is my rant this week is that Matilda was robbed. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Um, wow, this is so shortly after I moved to New York City, I. Oh, yeah. Went this was like right to, after you guys yeah, moved here. 2013. Yeah. Um, I Kate, friend of the pod, Caitlin and Maddie. And I think that was it. I think it was just the two of them had tickets to go see it. Um, they were like, yeah, we're going to go see it. We're going to check it out. I got drunk at a bar in Midtown. Obsessed. Classic. So you paid um, $40 for a drink. Yeah. Uh, and then tried to drunkenly slip the bartender my number by <laughs> handing it to him as one would tip, like, like silently tip. Secretly. Yeah, secretly like the secret tip handshake. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this will be good. <laughs> Um, anyway, he'd never called me. I wonder why. So anyway, they came back from the show. They met me at that bar. I was very drunk. They're like, this is potentially the worst show we've ever seen. Uh, I was like, okay, well, love that. Um, they were also furious that it had won the Tony. Yeah. As they should have been. As were we all. As were we all. Yeah. Gagged even. (laughs) Choked. Choked. (laughs) Okay. Connor, hit us with some facts and figs. And fakes. Mostly inspired by true events, <laughs> Kinky Boots tells the story of Charlie Price. Having an inherited having inherited a shoe factory from his father, Charlie forms an unlikely partnership with drag queen Lola to produce a line of high-heeled boots and save the business. In the process, Charlie and Lola discover they are not so different after all. The uh, musical has music and lyrics by the one, the only, Cindy Lauper, uh, <laughs> and book with book by Harvey Fierstein. It is based on a movie um, of the same name, Kinky Boots, that was released in 2005. And that movie is based on the TV documentary series. Uh, oh, God, I don't remember from the BBC. Um, there was an episode about this business that uh, in order to save the the it was a shoe company. And then in order to save themselves from going under, they started making men's high heels. Ah, yes. So it is sort of based on a true story. story. Um, The original uh, out of town tryout was in Chicago from October of 2012 to November of 2012. It then transferred to Broadway, uh, started previews in March of 2013, and then opened in April of 2013 and ran until April of 2019 for a total of 2,507 performances. It actually like set records for, I think, the Al Hirschfeld Theater for like most grossing in oh. like show in that theater. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, there was like a whole thing. The whole one of the reasons why they thought Matilda was gonna win was because Matilda was outselling in like the pre-sales and mm-hmm. then Kinky Boots, once they got the Tony, like obviously their scale their sales like skyrocketed. Well, of course. Of course. Um everyone was like, we gotta see why <laughs> we gotta see we gotta the see best musical. Why it won. Um and then everyone left going and I'm not sure why. I'm not, I'm not sure my question was ever answered. Totally sure. Um, um after that it transferred to the West End in August of 2015 and which ran to uh January of 2019 for a total of fourteen hundred performances. There was also a Toronto production there have been tons of tours, cruises, international productions. Uh, funny enough, the Muni in St. Louis was the very first regional theater production mm. of the show. Um, I did not write down what date that was, so I couldn't tell you if no way, uh, no. maybe your parents saw it. or <laughs> No, don't think so. Okay. Don't think so. <clears throat> and there was a, a, an off-Broadway revival last year, actually, oh, from <laughs> April till November 
and then ran for a total of 102 performances. Interesting. Yeah. In um, this, the city of New York? Yeah. It was like, what was it? Stage 42 or something like that? But why? I have truly no idea. <laughs> it was like, we must. Cl- Not even 10 years out. It. We must have more. L- literally, boots. it closed four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Who was hankering for it, it that bad? It's giving um, closing the original production of Phantom and reopening with the touring <laughs> production. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It was at stage 42 in New York for a limited season. Why? I don't know. Um, it was nominated for three Drama League Awards and won one, nine Outer Critics Circle Awards and run, won three, Ugh. two Drama Desk Awards and won one, 13 Tonys. It, it was the most Tonys of the year because Matilda only got, I think, 12, 11 or 12. Uh, and it won six, including Best Musical um, and Best Score. Cindy Lauper was the first like uh, female composer like solo female composer to win mm. the Tony. Any Lucy Lords or are they actually a discerning body? They are actually a discerning body. <laughs> Thank you, Lucille. We kiss you. We kiss a little kiss on the mouth. Uh for you. Um, okay. So I did not know that the premise of this uh show was that it was set, in fact, in like England. Yeah, and fully in England. Texan Connor was like, there's absolutely no way this must be just because it's a West End production, right? Even though I do think that shoe factories are inherently very uh English to me. I don't know why. Exactly. Anytime I, well well anytime you think of manufacturing, you're thinking yeah, of England. I and always am. Which yeah. I, I get it. America had its own listen, I know <laughs> Triangle Shirt Wake Fast Shirt Waste Factory. We I get set it. the standard we for uh OSHA violations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read a book all about the people who made glow in the dark watches, rotted their whole fucking jaws oh, yeah, out the with radiant girls. girls. Yeah. Like I get it. America it. America did manufacturing. Yeah, we but had to that. me if it comes to shoes, that's English. That's British, baby. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, that's just how my brain works. It's because when you think of shoes, you think of cobbler. And when you think of cobbler, you think of a little old man with glasses mm-hmm. drinking a little spot of tea mm-hmm. For in sure. a little British shop. Yeah. Yeah. Something cobbling like that. Cobbling shoes. Yeah, cobbling shoes. You're right. You're 100% right. And that's why. Um, and that is Englishist. And that's, and that's called prejudice, and I That's guess. called prejudice against the English. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff we need to be throwing out on Twitter uh-huh. now. Yeah, exactly. This is the bomb that'll fucking blow that <laughs> shit blow up. Blow that shit up. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, it, this was an interesting beginning to the show. It, yeah. We have, well, I guess, Charlie and Lola as youths. As youths. Um, Charlie telling his dad he'll never work in a shoe factory. Yeah. And Lola playing in heels and his dad saying, take those things off. Take those things off. Um, I have to tell you, I really keyed into this show. The beginning was fine, whatever. Opening scene. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, really keyed in when Charlie and his fiance are, wa- or not fiance yet, I guess. No, fiance. On fianced. On fianced. Yeah. Um, walk past a pair of shoes and she's like. <clears throat> You gotta buy me those shoes to marry me, Charlie boy. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of weird fucking deal is this? I don't understand. Here's the other thing: not a shoe girly. Okay. Um, and part of that is, as a woman of Sasquatchian size, <laughs> my feet are simply enormous. Well, wow. and so. I would just like to say, this is why we support trans rights, because a rising tide lifts all boats. If you exactly. make shoes for large-footed women. 
then everybody benefits. Exactly. And I would just like to say that every time they were like, a stiletto could not possibly hold the weight of a full grown man. I was right. like, okay, but girl, like full bodied women are out here in a stiletto right. day after day after day. Right. After day. After day even. And clearly. Day the, by day. They, don't get me wrong. We need a reinforced stiletto. Incredible. We Absolutely. love that. But Great they idea. kept being like, it's physically impossible right. for it to bear the weight of a of a heavier person right. if, a, if a tiny bird woman isn't wearing this shoe it will simply it will snap. snap in twain that's just like okay we get it <laughs> i understand you love thin women you love thin women <laughs> but some of us are um sort of of the ogreish variety <laughs> so anyway i had a lot of bones to pick with old harvey yeah, exactly. And also, did you notice that none of the, except for uh, Nicola, mm-hmm. none of the other women wear heels in the show? Yeah. <laughs> interesting. It's so, it's, it's interesting. Uh, also, I could set aside a whole nother hour just to talk about the wigs in this production. Oh, I thought the wigs were fine. I hated that blonde woman's wig. What's her name? Oh, yeah. her The, the women's wigs, wigs the, were tough. <laughs> not the drag queen wigs. The drag queen wigs. Drag queen wigs. Played. No. No problem. No Couldn't clock a lace from anywhere. <laughs> the, the people portraying cisgendered women who were Their wigs working were in a factory tough. had plastic ass wigs, Barbie doll ass wigs. Well, they spent their entire wig budget on the drag queens. <laughs> and you know what? They were right. Yeah. They, had, they spent all their money on wigs, had no, had money, no left money left for padding. Left for padding. <laughs> My kingdom for a thigh. I beg One of you. Thigh. I beg of you. It was you. just straight lines all the way down. If you don't put so a titty collar on, <laughs> I mean, like breastplate, breastqueens.com. What are we doing here? What are like, we doing come here? On. I mean, like, you had to have had some kind of drag queen consulting on that show. Somebody, Hello? 2013, how long had, had, long had Drag Race been on the air? I feel like. Oh, God, I have no idea. Uh, let me Google that. But I feel like it's really inexcusable to it in truly the year is. of our Lord 2013. It truly is. Because you know that this inspired Aquaria to pop onto the scene. <laughs> and now all the girlies said, are trying to be Aquaria. If you don't have to wear it on Broadway, why should, why I, have should I have to wear, wear it? In life. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And now all of the other girlies are like, mm, okay, well, Agreed. I guess I don't have to wear padding either. 2009. RuPaul's oh. Drag Race have been on the air for four years minimum. And you know how Harvey Firestein was watching that. at least 10 seasons in RuPaul years. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's producing more content than we yeah. can keep up with. All Stars premiered, All Stars 1 premiered in 2012. Well, we don't talk about All Stars 1 well, because I'm that was just saying. an excuse to give Chad Michaels the crown. <laughs> well, sure. But I'm just saying, so we've had at least four years. You know, like... There are queens that are doing it that you could consult with. It's inexcusable to not know right. how to dress a drag queen. And I got to be honest, like, the makeup on Lola was not great. And I get it. We're seeing up close. Right. But, like, the beat was not. I, and Which is interesting because all the other drag queens look great. I bet they painted themselves. Probably. And I understand they probably had to get her in and out of drag. So doing a full beat would be a lot. Yeah, but like, that makes sense. I just was like, I want so much more for this character who's supposed to be this like larger this, than like, life. This like fabulous drag queen. Yeah. yeah. I also did not love, um, what's his name? Matt, not Matt Healy. That's the other guy that's always on my. Charlie? Mm, no, the, sorry, the 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 actor who played Lola. Oh. Um I don't know, something just didn't work for me. The timing, the I don't know. 
I feel like maybe the jokes were too broad for the British audience. I don't know. I well, that could possibly like be true. Quite a few times where she would make a joke and there would just be dead silence. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nooch, nooch. And I was like, that was a joke. <laughs> that was clearly written to be a joke. But there was also some jokes that she didn't hit. And I was like, that would have been a great laugh, yeah, laugh line. Yeah, 100%. Like I just felt like it was really uneven yeah, yeah, yeah. with her for me. There was a, there was that one point where I was like, is she doing an exaggeration of like what she thinks a drag queen is like? And then I was like, wait, I have met drag queens. I've seen, I've watched a lot of drag. This is exactly what a lot of them are like. <laughs> yeah, no qualms about how the drag queen character no, was no. written. Um, just a few qualms with how, in specifically the West End production that is on Broadway HD, right. uh, it was portrayed. Now, I, excuse me, famously never saw Billy Porter do it. No. Um, who who did Brendan Urie play? Charlie. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Now, readers, we need you to understand that we are recording this episode on the day that Panic at the Disco has announced that he is breaking up. <laughs> Perfect Brendan Urie is no more. He has ripped himself in half. And he's done. He's done. He's like going to be a, a dad now. Like a stiletto on the foot of a 200-pound yep. woman. He released the Snapped. worst album he could ever possibly release. And he said, you know what? I'm going out on top. This is how I, this is my legacy. He, he saw everybody sitting down at the, the tour this past year yeah. because none of the songs were good. And yeah. he was like, well, yeah, yeah, it's time. I agree. <laughs> also, he's getting up there, right? It's gotta be like 40 something. Something like that. Anyway. Elderly, basically. I can't wait for Ryan Ross to start touring his Panic at the Disco again. <laughs> Come back, Ryan. Come we back, Ryan. You. We love. Um, okay. It makes way more sense for him to be Charlie. For yes. some reason, I was like, mm, Lola's the stunt cast, but no, no. No. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was Charlie the whole time. But so Darren Chris Lola... also played Charlie. I think. Right? Didn't Darren Chris famously do kink- Kinky Boots? Am I crazy? No, he did Hedwig. Oh, okay. Hmm. What do I know? You're, you're mixing up your. Uh, mixing up my gaze. Your gay. <laughs> My gaze. My gaze. Um, No. uh, Hmm. Well. It was. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking of. There were a lot of like, I don't know who any of these people are. Killian Donnelly, Jake Shears, David Cook, Tyler Glenn, Mark Ballas, Connor Maynard. Lola did have some stunt casting. The one. The only. Todrick Hall. Wow. Gays of WeHo. Gay of WeHo. (laughs) Is everybody watching? Yeah, aren't we? So much. I'm watching so much. I'm watching everybody tear it apart on TikTok. That's fun. Um, Oh, so Killian Donnelly was the one who played it in the West End production also. Gotcha. So he must have replaced and then taken it to the West End. He might have replaced Dark Sands. Yeah, probably. He's listed first in my Wikipedia. Um, Okay, I don't know why I thought we're... I don't know what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, Lena Hall was Nicola. Oh, that would be. Well, what a small role for Lena Hall. I know. That makes me really sad. I wish she'd been Lauren. I would love to see Annalie Ashford do it. I did not care for this Lauren. That's okay. She was chewing the scenery and I appreciated that. I do appreciate a big broad. She said, she said, this is camp and we're going to play it as such. And we will do camp. And I appreciate that. You know, I love a campy bitch. Absolutely. I appreciate that. But I did feel like if you're going to be camp, then you need at least one other person in the cast. I think that's supposed to be Lola. But I didn't feel like Lola was playing camp. I don't know why. I just was like. 
I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Okay. It was just very broad. I, I loved it. You know, <laughs> I, I like, love a broad. Oh my. Yeah. It worked for me. I would say like 90% of the time. And then there I'd be like, like, okay. Once I found out that Annalie Ashford had originated the role, I was like, this is yeah, absolutely an Annalie Ashford part. Like yeah. it makes so much sense now. For sure. For sure. I would actually kill to see her do it. Yeah. I but think only her. I don't want to see anybody yeah, else. I don't want to watch the I don't want to watch the again. show. I just want to watch her <laughs> say the line yeah. the way she did on the stage. <laughs> exclusively that's That's it it. um okay let's get to the story um because i gotta be honest act one there's so little story that's happening um (laughs) it's mostly just lola being a drag queen and then being like yes we've saved the factory and then in the second act that's when everything else happens literally what you texted me was like (laughs) what could possibly happen in the second act oh the entire show the entire show it (laughs) happened in the second act I was like what every single thing happens in the second act there was no mention of Milan pre intermission was there no there was there was okay I must have not listened to it then I was like (laughs) Milan has come from nowhere like what is happening everything's riding on Milan no the stakes of Milan came from nowhere okay okay Milan was mentioned but like Charlie's blow up over it came from literally nowhere like I get it the pressures or whatever but I've never had the pressures of my job lead me to like fundamentally undermine the identity of my friends I know. I don't absolutely. know. I guess I'm just built different. I guess I'm just built to respect people, even in the midst of a financial crisis. I don't know. I don't know. It just felt very strange. Like, yeah. And I, I don't know. I didn't love the forgive. I, I was really like done with Charlie. Like, I was too. I needed more than the ten minutes that they gave me to like watch him awkwardly walk Literally. in a high heel and then be like, "Don't you feel bad for him?" And I was like, "No." no. <laughs> I don't. Everything Lola's saying is making sense. Why wouldn't you have drag queens do the shoes that are being sold to drag queens? Thank you. Why wouldn't you save money on having them do their own hair and makeup? Exactly. What's going on here? Though I did find it funny when she was like, my friends won't even, don't even want to get paid. They'll do it for a giggle. And I was was like, like, (laughs) (laughs) those are professional drag queens. They should be getting paid. Pay your drag queens. Tip Um, your queens. Tip your queens. With lots of money. Lots and lots of money. Stop taking $1 bills. Start taking fives. Inflation is, eggs are cheap. (laughs) Drag queens got to eat breakfast, too. Exactly. You know what I mean? They need to be EC, too. <laughs> God. So bring bring your 10s. Bring, bring your 20s. Bring your 20s, even. 20s, even. There was Listen. one time when we were at a, a Monet Exchange show, uh, and I think a friend of the pod, Dan, dropped a 20 into her tip bucket, and she, like, did a whole thing. She, like, she was like, I've never seen one of these before. <laughs> it was very funny. A classic Cold Stone Cremery bit. Exactly. <laughs> All the best drag queens get their bits from Coldstone Creamery. I mean, I assume that they all, that's like the starting ground. Like yeah. It's ground zero for drag. <laughs> they were At all least in the Coldstone modern day. C- c- cashiers. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. <clears throat> so uh, Charlie skips town, uh, his tiny hometown where the factory <clears throat> is located. Right. And um, moves to London with his fiance. She, he's like, finally, I'm out of that dog shit town and then his bye dad bye. dies and then his dad dies <laughs> dad freaking croaks um, the dad we've spent all of two minutes yeah. with like no emotional impact which then i don't know like i was like what is their relationship which i guess is supposed to be the point of the show but it just felt yeah. very like i wanted more of him like trying to prove himself to his dad even when he was little like he tries so hard mm. to like save the factory and yeah. be like no, I like I just don't 
I don't know. I wanted more reticence from him in the move. Mostly it just seemed like he was ambivalent and he was like, I'm just going to go wherever I get laid. Well, I mean, that comes out in the second act when he's like, I only moved to England for, for you, you. like Nicola. 100%. Which I, just, I just wish it would have been sense. more like, yeah, I'd drag his feet a little bit more. I don't know. Like, I feel he that. was like, we have to save the factory because we've known these people our whole lives. And like, their jobs mean something. And I was right. like, oh, okay. I did not realize that that was the relationship that you had with. All of these people. Exactly, like, because you, we, when you come back to Northampton, you immediately start laying people off. Yeah, like, y- it's very strange to be like, these people are my friends and I care about them. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I didn't know. It's okay. so bizarre. All right, Charles. It, whatever you say, it, brother. It really is such a, Charles, I don't know. I think it, this is one of the issues that I have with the writing of the book, is that, like, mm, it's the pacing is so bizarre so, so weird i guess that's my complaint it's less that i wish that he had acted more and more that like i wish that the uh gun had gone off closer to the time that we saw the gun yeah like, exactly it, it, like it was just so much in the first act of i it truly felt like oh if you were going to produce this at a school like similar to into mm-hmm. the woods you could just do act one yeah and and that would be fine that would be enough of a show with stakes right to like qualify as a show and not get into the particulars of gender and whatever of like it's just kind of fun can't be on the top there's enough hits yeah. and the end of act one is a big enough like we did it number exactly. two just like, I, I feel like you could just do the first act. Absolutely. Kinky Boots Jr. Mm-hmm. coming to the yeah. closest Florida school when. Yeah, true. Ron DeSantis's head <laughs> will pop. Ten years later. I guess we can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> wild. But, yeah. I genuinely do think that Ron DeSantis saw this show and he was like, never again. Not in my house. <laughs> never again. Not here, buddy. Not today. Um, no Kinky Boots. Billy Porter not allowed in not the state allowed of Florida. Not allowed in Florida. <laughs> Big picture of his face in every Tampa airport. Oh my god! Poor bathroom. Anyway, um, fuck you, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, truly. Uh, just in case we're not being clear, the stat- the stance of this pod is fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck Ron DeSantis. I DeSantis. hope he gets eaten by an alligator. Can't wait to to read about that on AP yeah, News. Classic. Um, oh. my, <laughs> I I had a thought and now I lost it because okay. we were shitting on Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Classic. Which is very important to do. Yeah, it's so important. It's so important. It's important and honestly, if that. we're not, if we are not criticizing our politicians on podcasts, then we're not doing <laughs> change not in activism. the world. Yeah, we're not doing activism. We're not unless doing we're activism. Doing a podcast. Unless you're doing a podcast. Podcasts yeah. are activism, and I'm constantly saying. Put that, that on a t-shirt. Yeah, that's going in the shop <laughs> once we you. eventually make all of our merch. <laughs> Once we get our Patreon up and running, it's over for you, bitch. It's bitches. over for you, hoes. The podcast shirt game is about to change like nobody's change. business. Do you know what I love is when um, every podcast produces a shirt that says friend of the pod as though they were the ones As if they were the first phrase. one to do that phrase. Maybe everybody yeah. has said friend of the pod. Exactly. Since time of memoriam. There's no way. Like, oh, do you know what I loved? Mm. The incredible, um, like, succinct embodiment of capitalism when he's talking to, when Charlie is talking to his friend, um... It's right at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Charlie goes back and he's like, why didn't they buy these shoes? Right. Like, why didn't they buy the order? So he goes to the bar and he talks to his friend who's the son of the guy who usually buys the shoes right. was I'm my impression. Assuming. I don't know. And he was like, why would I sell? He's like, yeah, but a price shoe will last a lifetime. Right. So, and he's like, yeah, 
<laughs> why would I want to sell that? <laughs> exactly. Why would I sell a shoe that they only buy once when I could sell them a shoe that will be worn out in a season and then I'll be right there again next season to sell them another shoe? That Capitalism. Was like, wow, incredible. Nailed it. That is literally <laughs> When everyone's capitalism. like, why is everything garbage? That's why. That's why. That's why your clothes disintegrate after exactly. two months. That's why like no appliance is repairable. Exactly. Because then you have to buy another you appliance. Buy one. You, that's the only way to maintain it. like infinite growth yeah anyway so i just thought that was fun um talking about it in 2013 even yeah i was like oh it's not a critique he's just saying no he's just saying it and everyone's like yeah of course that makes sense that's business and i was like that's bad wake up do you not see that's bad wake up sheeple that's me screaming (laughs) at my laptop (laughs) that's literally you're the person who stands up in the theater and yells wake up sheeple and they're like please ma'am we're trying to watch the show and then i say um people experience life theater differently (laughs) everyone experiences life theater differently exactly and i'm experienced as activist as activist (laughs) wake up sheeple um Escorted out midday in the matinee, even in my jeans. Everyone boos. wearing a shirt that says "Friend of the Pod." Murdered in the streets, rightfully so. Honestly, they'll bring back tar and feathering for me, and they and they would be right to do it. They would be right to do it for that. Obsessed. Oh my god. Okay, brilliant. Um, okay. Wait, so I remembered my point, what yes. I was going to say. The reason that, like, you're looking for the relationship between the father and the son mm-hmm. is because this show is basically shot for shot, a remake of Billy Elliot. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> and in Billy Elliot, we see Billy, you know, really struggling with trying to please his father. Yeah. Connect with Connect his, with his dear father. Dear da. Yeah. And we don't get any of that. We have the one scene very mm-hmm. briefly at the beginning, and, and then, then he's <laughs> dead. I would have loved a little like flashback or like have the dad be like yeah. a ghost like floating yeah. around or, or something. The dad isn't dead, but the the factory's in trouble and he needs yeah. Charlie. Because then we get so the the the, the long term reveal or whatever mm. of the dad's oh, death yeah, yeah. is that he was going to close down the factory. That right. he was going to sell the factory and turn it into condos. And in fact, the fiance knew all along. Yeah, the which dad is, had like why liaised didn't you say with the fiance. To she him. is shady. That's why. Exactly shady i didn't like anything about her and honestly thank god that he left her this is one time where i will excuse broadway playing fast and loose with engagement (laughs) and i support it thank you like they okay so there were like multiple villains um and it's hard to even villain feels like too strong of a word for what she was like she was just kind of a mean witch (laughs) Um, and then, like, <laughs> you went from villain to witch. Well, which is less <laughs> offensive to me, honestly. Like, just a mean little nasty little thing. Okay. Um, but you know what? She's rightfully angry because Charlie did mortgage their apartment without telling her. And house. I'm sorry, you, you gotta can't be have, doing that. You gotta have like a line item on the budget <laughs> to be saying something drop like that. It, like, tuck it in between a couple different things. Right. You can be sly about it, you but can't... don't just be like. <laughs> Not telling people about exactly. it. Exactly. That is a big major. That's huge. You're both on the lease. Exactly. <laughs> You're both paying the You're both for that. You're both paying the mortgage. So how does that, and we never find out how that gets split. No, we I never would do. love to have, I would love to have how had a How does that work out in the divorce? You're in not married. In the divorce married. proceedings. You're not married. That is a business <laughs> transaction how now. How do they split that? Down? Does he pay her now? The payments on the mortgage? It's gotta be. They broke up. I, I mean, don't know. I'd love to see the finances. Yeah, because now she's stuck with the bill. Yeah. 
That's, that's fucked what up. I'm saying. Wow. Pay they should have money. put the finance breakdown in the playbook. I really wish they did. <laughs> like a line item Excel sheet exactly. so that I can track. Well, the how second works. act is so there. It's so much about money. Yeah. Which is like sure. Money, money, literally, money. as the once the foreman was like, we all decided to take off one week of our salary so you could go to Milan. I'm like, literally, fucking Billy Elliot. This is dollar yeah. store Billy like, Elliot. What are we doing here? Right. It's it's knockoff Bill. It's Billy Elliot dupe. Like, why exactly. are we doing? This? Why are we doing this? And and honestly, I'm so sorry, but son trying to save his father's factory just doesn't hit like Dead Mom Letter. Dead. Sorry. <laughs> Dead mom letter hits so hard. Not even a dead dad letter. Not even a dead. Where was the dead dad letter? Where was the dead dad letter? Sorry, son. I wanted to sell the factory so you wouldn't be burdened with it. So he isn't going. So he's not saying to himself, like, my dad didn't trust me to run this factory. Like, why are you projecting that when all you've said your whole fucking stupid life is, I do not want to run this this. factory? My dad didn't believe that I could do it. Well, you did tell him multiple times that you, you didn't want to. So honestly, he's what? following what, was what he you doing? wanted. <laughs> At least if he sold the factory, maybe he would split the profits with the workers. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the, it's a, maybe know. it's a worker co-op. Or maybe they have a partial ownership. Why? Have you ever thought of that? Are we assuming such bad intent, such malintent to this dead dad? We don't know anything about the dead dad. He could have been a socialist. Yeah, this is slander. What we've done in this in this musical has, has and, slandered this man's good name. And honestly, I am currently filing a suit against <laughs> Harvey Firestein on behalf of the dead dad for slander. You don't know. You, you didn't say know. anything about it. There was no letter explaining my uh, intentions. <laughs> And that's why you always leave a note. And that's why you always leave a note. That's what I do. Every time I go to, like, just before I go to bed, I open my computer and I (laughs) Google Doc. These are my intentions. Just in case. Just in case. What if I croak in the night? You you never know. That would be horrible. And I'd hate for Mitch to not be able to know what what I intended for my shoe factory. What you intended for the shoe factory that you're going to leave your children. Yeah. Your mice children. And cockroaches, tragically. <laughs> cockroaches, even. Oh, I got one trapped up there. Don't look at it. Um, oh, wait, I have to show where? it to my exterminator. It's in a jar. Don't worry. Oh, okay. He's trapped. Oh, it's sealed God. up tight. I have to show him to my exterminator and say, this is the kind of bug that's in my house. <laughs> Get rid of Get it. Get rid of it. I found one uh, in my house, but that's the only one I found so far. <gasps> okay, fingers crossed. Everybody, prayers up for Connor. Prayers up. Prayers no up. roaches. Listen. Okay. At this point, I'm like, it's New York City. There's going to be fucking There's riches. bugs. There's bugs. It happens. Eight million people sticking on top of each other. Yeah, it's stinky. It's so stinky. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. We haven't even gotten to the part I where... Was, I was just going to ask, should we take a break? Where are yeah, we? Yeah, we probably should. I don't know. How long have we been going? 40 minutes. Okay. Um, Let's get to the part where we at least meet Lola, and then we'll take a break. Okay. Because um, I feel like at that point, we're basically to the end. Right. Or to the end of Act 1. Um. So the first introduction to Lola is Charlie leaving that bar, um, talking to his friend Harry about the shoes and they do the capitalism thing. Um, And as he's leaving, he sees a woman being accosted by two drunks. He intervenes and is accidentally knocked out by Lola as she's trying to knock out the muggers. With her purse. With her purse. She went to the room purse first. Yeah. As well she should. As well she should. Um. So then he wakes up where she's, I guess, dragged him into her club. dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> her, her dressing room. Um, and is like, guess what? 
drag queen. <laughs> um, and this is where we see all the drag queens. Yeah. Um, with no padding. No padding. The worst choreo I've ever seen in my whole life. Interesting. I hated it. I thought it was so bad. Just this, the drag queen number specifically? No, or all, the all of it. Okay, I liked some of it. Um, mostly the drag queen numbers. I guess that's when I mostly I did was paying attention. Mostly because it's like, that's not right. One, these people aren't dancing like they've ever danced in their lives, right? Especially the the actor who played Lola. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a because you've never done it in heels before Maybe. or what, but like. It's hard to watch. Yeah, I get that. It was tough. It was tough for me. And I was like, I I believe that these dancers are more capable than what this choreography is displaying to me. I would agree with that. I did notice a couple of bent knees and batmas, and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I was like, who are these two big queens? What's happening? Uh, Walk that fucking duck duck walk. (laughs) Walk that fucking duck. Walk that fucking duck. I I just did not understand like what we're doing here. There was a lot of like pointing of the toe. A lot of pointing of the toe. And that was it. I'm like, okay, I get it. You're in a heel. Um, I think it's because it's all coarse boys and they don't do drag and they don't know how to dance in heels. And that's fine. But then hire a fucking drag queen. Amen. They need the work. They, They need the work. I know. Tip your queens. I know they can sing. They've all released an album. They've, every single drag queen on the planet has released an <laughs> it's album. It's legally required when you do a season of RuPaul. You have to release you an album. You must then drop at least an EP. Yes. Minimum. And it's going to be the worst thing you've ever listened to in your life, and you're going to turn up to it. it every single time it gets played at the club. You're going to love it. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so I was disappointed in the choreo, not because... I hear what you're saying. Like some of the choreo is fun and I get that. But yeah. for me, it was like it looked, especially in big group numbers, sure. it looked sloppy and like very basic to me. And I was like, this is not what I expect oh, of a Broadway. I did notice like in like the the act one finale when yes. they were all doing it together. Yes. I was like, oh, this is like giving oh, community theater. Yeah, it's five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Arm, arm, up, up. I'm like, okay, I understand. I now know the eight count. Right. Like this is not... <laughs> This is not drag. Nope. <laughs> this is not Broadway. This is not Broadway. Um, but you no know me. I'm, I'm fussy about that kind of stuff. I Famously, we are both dancers. We, ugh, dancers first. So, what can I say? <laughs> always dancers always first. Always dancers, dancers first. Dancers first. That's us. I always has been, always will be. And I, I've, I've always been saying this. Um, okay. So, uh, oh, oh, oh. He wakes up in the room in Lola's dressing room. <clears throat> and she's like, ah, my cursed boot. Um, it's right. broken it once again. Snapped while I the frame, my enormous frame, has snapped my shoes exactly. once again. And Charlie's like, "Oh, I see. Well, the problem is you're a full-grown man dancing on a teeny tiny toothpick. Exactly. I can fix this. Um, well, he didn't say I can fix. Well, yeah, he did. He says I can fix your oh, shoe. Oh yeah, no, he says He's a that cobbler I, could, I could fix this. By trade. He is a cobbler by trade. <laughs> and then. He doesn't fix the boot. He simply doesn't. He helps her get into her other pair of boots yeah. and then leaves. Steals her boot. And then, frankly, steals her boot. Wow. You know she Crime. paid a lot for that, too. Crime. That's what I'm saying. Crime. Wow. You're going to steal from your local drag queen? That's, don't do don't it. Don't do it, honey. Don't touch them. Don't steal from them. Just tip them. Rude. Wow. Rude, honestly. All right. It's let's... like he's never been to a drag show. <laughs> and I'm sure he hasn't. <laughs> let's take a quick break. Uh, And we'll be right back. Same B. 
people. <laughs> okay, we're back. Back, 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 back. <laughs> um, we ended um at like the very beginning of this musical um <laughs> and called that Act One. But I just want to cover a couple. Like Connor, scan your notes. Let me know if there's any things you want to um chat about. Yeah. For me, um, I need to discuss uh the sexes in the heel. Oh sure, the show-stopping um, number. <laughs> the show-stopping number. The famous pointing to show off our pointing shoes choreography. Pointing to show off. Um, because Charlie does make. Um, just a little boot with a teeny tiny heel. What in God's name Have was that? Have you never seen a woman's boot? Like you literally saw Lola wearing yeah. boots. Yeah. With a With a heel. stiletto. Yeah. And you made a <clears throat> tiny little like, like quarter inch fucking Renaissance fair ass boot. Literally giving <laughs> like I'm going to go be a ba- blacksmith on the yeah, weekends. I'm doing fairy cosplay. Exactly. Like, no. Um, what was the line that Lola says? Yeah, if you're say a Ukrainian worker factory yeah, something worker like that. something like that. Um and I was like, yeah, go off. Go, correct. Cor- Lola is correct in this. That's moment. the kind of boot I would wear because my <laughs> Famously, I can't wear heels because I'm too enormous. <laughs> they they cannot physically bear my weight, as they've said a thousand, a thousand times, times in the show. show. Um, I'm not buying reinforced heel. Yeah, you're not buying the steel, steel shafted stilettos, <laughs> tragically. Um, anyway, so she's like, these are so fucking ugly. Would anyone in this factory wear them? And then... No one raises their hand, but I was like, okay, every single one of these women is literally wearing that boot. Yeah, exactly. As we speak. As we speak. <laughs> they are all wearing that boot. Yeah. So they would wear them. They're just not yeah. cute. It's giving the like the boot was like definitely like the fake pirate boots that were super yes. popular in the 2010s. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. very like almost riding boot esque yes. heel. Um a little bit of a heel, but nothing. No. Nothing crazy. Not even a kitten crazy. heel. Couldn't even call it a kitten no, heel. No, it's like it's it, nothing. It's like barely it was it looked like it was shorter than the yeah. heels on my fucking like docks. Yeah. It's not even giving a lift. Yeah. Like you're not getting on any rides at Disney World. No rides on Disney boots, World. You know? Right. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, so then Lola's like, I am so moved by how ugly this shoe is. I've got to sing about it. And I agree. I was like, you honestly, know what? that is what a musical That's is about. That's what a musical is about. When you're so horrified by a piece of design that you simply must scream. You simply, the only emo- the only thing you can do is scream. <laughs> And that is musicals. That is musical musicals. theater. That's what Stephen Sondheim died for. <laughs> so true. Um, so once she's proved her worth, Lola, as um, knowing what good boots look like, mm-hmm. Charlie's like, why don't you stay on as, as a, a designer, designer and work for this factory? Right. Um, didn't mention a paycheck. Didn't nope. say, and I'll pay for the shows you're going to miss. And right. you can go back every night and do your sh- I don't know. Right. It just seems like she has a standing gig, so I feel oh, concerned me. that she's not attending the gig. Yeah. For also, maybe she's she's got a contract with that. That's what I'm club. saying. Like, I'm nervous. I don't think what the shoe factory can do will make up in her lost income. Exactly, and also in lost reputation because that's not the mark of a professional walking that's out a, on a gig like that. And you have to get your face out there. Like, exactly. you have to show up. You have to do the gig. That's so why that I'm constantly going to Mike's, and I'm exactly. definitely not sitting in my apartment <laughs> playing video games. I'm all getting the time. my face out there, I'm and I'm my building my there. brand. And I'm certainly not absconding to a shoe factory. 
in Northampton. In Northampton. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. I know. Because you're under contract for this podcast. I'm under contract <laughs> for this podcast specifically. Specifically. Um, okay. Lola doesn't want to join the factory, not because of lost work or broken contracts. But no, because, because of homophobia. Yeah. And that's a pretty good <laughs> th- reason. Th- that is very fair. Um, And it's weird that no one really addresses it. No, like... Charlie doesn't even acknowledge doesn't that even that say even... like you need to fucking get with the program because this is how it's going to be. Now. Right. Like nothing. Charlie doesn't even acknowledge the fact that uh, Lola is essentially putting herself in danger yeah, I, I in being in this place. Very scared. Like, yeah. And I understand it's a show and like whatever. Of course. But like in that situation with this man, mm-hmm. she is in danger. Like right. this is a potentially violent, incredibly homophobic man. <laughs> exactly. Who has made no comments that make me feel safe. Nope. And everyone's just like, well, <laughs> that's, that's old Don. That's, that's what he the do. Way it's gonna be. And <laughs> I'm concerned. Yeah. Not an ally. Not an ally. <laughs> Charlie, not an ally. Not an ally. Don, not an ally. And we we find out that Charlie's not an ally in the second act. <gasps> When he's, when he's like, I'm not an ally. Like, he literally says, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck gay people. Um, can we skip ahead on the plot line with Don really quick? So fast forward. Oh, well, because we find out that uh, Lola is a trained boxer. Trained. Professional. And once again. Yes. Not as, as to quote Connor, not beating the Billy Elliot allegations. Not beating the Billy Elliot allegations. <laughs> well, simply not with a fucking boxing, like, Illusion. Allu- no, with the boxing scene, simply not. Simply not. Um. So yeah, the the Don challenges Lola to a fight. Right. Um. And whoever wins the fight has to. Oh, shit. Sorry, I forgot. It's quite right. That's just the radiator. That's the man trying um, to get into your apartment through the, the radiator. Man trying to tell me that he's trapped in the basement via the pipes. <laughs> a normal thing to think. A normal thing. To- True crime brain. That's when I was like, it's got to stop. Yeah. It's, it's I can. Problem. I need to stop listening to my favorite murder. <laughs> yeah. like we've reached a saturation point yeah, that exactly. I'm seeing, I'm hearing hoofbeats and thinking zebras. Like, not good. Right, um, right, right. And you want to be thinking horses because there's more horses in this town. This and you town need to be looking out for those. Riddled with them. Riddled with horses. Why are there so many horses An in New York City? That's I what I want to know. <laughs> you and every animal activist in the city, let me Thank tell you. Thank you. I I, I am siding with PETA on this, <laughs> argument. on this and this alone. On this and this alone, I will side with PETA. Otherwise, Sorry. they're terrorists. <laughs> but for horses in New York, get them out of here. Get them out of here. Um, okay, so Don is like, let's fight. Yeah. And if I win, you have to do this list of behaviors that I think you Are should like, do. Yeah, the manly, the way to be a man, essentially. Yeah. And if you win, you have to give me a list of ways to be a man. Yeah. Okay, so. They're essentially trying to challenge each other to walk a mile in these boots. Um. So they have the fight, right? Right. Um. Lauren tells Charlie about it, and Charlie's like, oh, fuck. I can't believe this is happening. I'm like, you can't believe this is happening. You've literally said nothing to stop this. Exactly. All of your actions indicate that you actually did want this to happen. You actually didn't care whether or not that a violent altercation would occur. You never stepped in at any point. Right. And he's like, I'm not worried about Don. I'm worried about Lola kicking Don's freaking ass. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Calm down, Charlie. Right. So they run. Now we get a whole scene with a boxing match. Can I just say Mm -hmm. the way they set up the boxing ring? 
so cute. And I whoever that. that was that had their one fucking leg up the entire Girl. time, go off. She earned her paycheck. Go off. Thighs of steel. Thighs of steel. Because taut. Mm-hmm. Not at once did they shake. And she is holding it up. I loved it. Loved that. Loved it. Now we do need to discuss <laughs> the ring girl's tuck. I um, was not paying attention to this. Well, I don't know how because <laughs> it was incredibly enormous. Okay. Like, I'm not saying you have to be, it doesn't have to be Trinity the Tuck. You know, of course. you don't have to be smooth. Of course. But you also can't look like a man you can't look like the pit crew. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, there's got to be a line. I'm right. sorry, but you're the ring girl. You're going to have to tuck and tape. I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. You've got to tuck it. I'm sorry. You're the, a drag queen. That's what drag queens this do. This is literally what drag queens do. Anyway, it was Sad. frightful. So I didn't even notice it. Wow. Yeah. Go I back, wasn't paying attention. Rewatch. I was looking at her wig. Me? <laughs> Me? I'm looking. I'm looking for the drag. <laughs> The drag elements. I'm the Michelle Visage. I am the Michelle Visage of this podcast. <laughs> I've never done it. We'll judge it until the day I die. Um, <laughs> the Michelle Visage. She came up in the Harlem ball scene. She's been around sure. it for her I, whole life. I know balls. <laughs> okay, so Don and Lola get some licks in, right? They're they're beefing. Right. The girls are fighting, and then Don simply wails on Lola, knocks her out one punch. Yep. Um, and Don is declared the winner. Yes. And cut, then cut to they're at the bar and Don goes, why did you let me win? Yeah. Well, first Charlie, well, yeah, Charlie is, is like, like yeah. I can't believe you let him win. And Lola's like, gotta keep the peace. Why is it your job? Knock it? that motherfucker out. It is Charlie's job yeah. as the manager <laughs> and owner of that factory. Where is HR Where? in any of this? Where is HR? <laughs> Is HR Charlie? Because that's not good. It's not good. That's not good business management. No. Um, I'm then, very concerned about the structure of this company. So then do you think... <laughs> There's Don, a reason it's going under. <laughs> it's not well... It's not a well-established hierarchy. No. Hierarchy. Um, do you think that Don overheard the conversation between Charlie and Lola? Or do you think that Don knew... Because he's kind of like lurking in the background and then comes up. He is lurking in the background, but I don't think... I don't think he was in the background when they were having that conversation. You just think he knew that she But that could also because the camera was like tight on Charlie and Lola. Very true. So I don't know. Um, But I don't know. Your interpretation was. Was that Don knew. Don knew. Yeah. That she threw the match. So he comes up to Lola um, and is like, why'd you do it? Right. And she's like, had to. She says something like, I wouldn't. I'm not cruel enough to like make you like be disrespected, be disrespected every, day. every day, which like, you know what? Be the bigger person. I yeah. love that. And kind of a little bit of like, yeah, it would suck to walk into work every day and be out and out and disrespected. be the outcast. Yeah. A little bit like, hey, you see what you're doing. Is, yeah. Me. You're yeah. kind of, you know, read between the lines. You're done. Right. 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 Um, and so then he kind of like concedes that he the match was thrown and he technically should have lost. Right. So then gets her challenge. Right. Um, I'm not sure that the <laughs> that the message we want to tell is that you should let your enemy beat the shit out of you so that he respects you. Yeah. But know. you know what? It worked for Don, I guess. It worked for Lola. No one it works in the moment. <laughs> like, I don't think that getting the shit beat out of you is. Yeah, I don't know. The correct solution. I don't know what the what the message for that one was, Harvey. Um, yeah, Harvey on the pod win. 
<laughs> when he answers my letters. When he answers, and that and we do have to use letters. My repeated letters. Um, we're we're in the middle of a letter writing campaign. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. If you want to know more, DM us. Um, yeah, I just I didn't quite understand it, but then like then that sort of was like the resolve of the Don storyline, right? And and the all. All Lola's challenge was, was what was it? Like be Accept kind? someone for oh, who yeah. they are. Accept, some, accept someone for who they are. And well, he was like, okay, I will. Yeah. But Problem that's, solved. that's like, cause Don is the one who gets everyone to come back to the factory. Yes. So that, true. cause he accepted Charlie, which like, that was really, that was another part of the show where I was like, Charlie and Don rarely interact with each yeah, other. Yeah. Loose at best. And he clearly doesn't respect Charlie. Right. For maybe the same reasons he doesn't respect Lola, to be quite honest. <laughs> well, I think he doesn't respect Charlie because of like the whole, uh, oh well, homophobia. Yeah, yeah. you're right. He, yeah, he's he sees him as like an effet, effeminate little yeah. like man who is not as manly as he is. Right. Thinks he knows better, pretty boy kind of thing. Toxic and, like, masculinity. Toxic masculinity mm. solved with Don throwing one punch. <laughs> We solved like I just don't. It doesn't. Yeah, the math's not math. The math is not mathing. Just doesn't add up. Like I just don't think that that's really the solve. Right. But we had so many little side character plots that all needed to like. And I'm so sorry to say this, Harvey. Please don't listen to this part. (laughs) In a better written story. I cannot believe you're telling this Broadway, I know. I know. Be- like Tony he won the Tony. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Best musical, but like I, those threads would have come together a little bit more. Yeah, like tighter. Uh, yeah, and just like sm- more smoothly and less, um, like a big knot all at the end. Yeah, Maybe, like the strings would have pulled across the act. Well, that's what because uh, like a lot of the critical response was mixed to positive. So like mm. Ben Brantley was positive. He did mention that there were pacing issues in the second act. Sure. Which, Correct. Absolutely Couldn't correct. Agree more. Um, but a lot of people had similar issues of like the math isn't mathing. The yeah. threads are c- too loose yeah. and they're coming all at once. And it's the pacing is once. so insane. Yeah. It just was so act. much. The second act is just boom, boom, boom. I feel boom, like boom. it's because he realized he needed a conflict. <laughs> yeah. Because the first I truly could not imagine where the second act could go because the first act was the conflict was the factory is going, is to close. going to close. No, we're going to sell shoes to this niche market that right. needs them. Okay, the factory is saved. The factory is saved. I was like, well, what could possibly happen? What's in happening now? Two? Where are we going? And they were like, well, I'll tell you. We're going to tackle homophobia. We're going to tackle uh, reaming out your friends in a moment of crisis. In a moment of crisis. We're going to tackle uh, l- abandonment of your fiance and falling in love with someone else. We're going to tackle all of the daddy issues of the show. Yeah. From multiple characters. I just could not keep up with the the hits start yeah. coming and they don't stop coming. You know what I mean? So true. So true. Wow. Wise words from the bard. Um. <laughs> bard himself. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, But no, because like this... It makes me, I just, I feel like we need like an hour just talking about Charlie's blow up. Yeah, let's get into it. Because, so the whole thing is like now in the second act, they, so they're talking about Milan and I don't fully understand like what Milan is supposed to be. Is it them getting like investors in the shoes? Are they selling the shoes to the people at Milan? Who knows? 
they're just going to Milan, not, apparently. Yeah, not Maybe sure. they're just going to Milan. <laughs> I assume that that's where Payless goes. And so they were like, we've Probably. got to sell to Payless. To Payless. Where's Skechers? Are they in the room? <laughs> yeah. They're like, we if we don't sell these shoes, it's it to me. I was processing it like Sundance, you know, where you like create yeah, yeah, the product yeah, 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 and then you have yeah, yeah. to take it and then hope someone picks it like, up and buys, buys it, it to distribute and it. And I think that is probably what is happening. Yeah. But I don't know anything about the fashion world. So same. Uh, what did, readers I, call in. You know what line I did love? Yeah. Was um, whoever the worker is that has to redo all the stitches mm. when um, Charlie's like, this isn't good enough for Milan. And she's like, you didn't even fucking know what Milan was before you got here. Exactly. So quit fucking talking to me about Milan. I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> she is the star Go of the off. show. Like, hand her the mic. I'd like her to speak on it for a exactly. little bit. Put this man in his place. Like, yeah, you don't know shit about Milan. You don't Milan. know anything about what you're talking about. And like, it just doesn't, but so like he's what's happening is like we we find out that like they're having trouble financing the trip to Milan. He has been putting his own money into like mm-hmm. keeping the factory afloat. Mm-hmm. So he's stressed and overwhelmed because he needs this to work out. Yeah. And he starts yelling at everyone. Everyone. He's like this work is shit. You have to redo it. It's not like the design. Right. Redo it. Like pissing off everybody. Every single person. And Lola is actually the only one making good decisions. Any salient point at Exactly. All. I mean, like, I get it. The workers are like, okay, I need to have a fucking weekend. Like, I'm right. not going to redo this Workers rights when? Um, for a sample product that no one's going to see up close. Like, Genuinely shocked that we didn't get a solidarity number. Yeah. Well, Where was solidarity, solidarity? <laughs> solidarity, solidarity, solidarity forever even. Um, yeah, and then Charlie's like, you don't understand. We don't have any money. We have to have money to go to Milan. Right. And Lola's like, well, here's a, a solution where there is no money involved. And he's like, you're an idiot. Exactly. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot and you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he it's says. True. He does. He's like, you're gay. You're gay and you don't know what you're talking about. And you don't know business. And you don't know business because we all know that gay people can't run businesses. That's so true. It's so true. And it was brave of Harvey to say that. It's very true, actually. Um, Thank you, Harvey, for Simon because finally somebody said <laughs> finally it someone on said a it. global stage. Yeah, it was just wild. And to have him like tear Lola down, like yeah. dress her down so, so drastically. Because like, he's like, we're not just going to sell the shoes to a bunch of Nancy boys. Yeah. We're going to make these mainstream. That's you fucking, that's the whole point of the reinforced steel stiletto, which exactly. you've said 15,000 fucking times. Right. Like it makes, it literally comes from nowhere. Yeah. That he just is automatically that, turning around and that saying that he would have this problem and that he would have this problem with the demographic that literally at the end of act one they were like this will save will save the company. the company yeah and he's like no i'm better like it just doesn't even track with who don sure yeah like i'd buy it from don absolutely if if charlie had been anything but except like once he comes to in the drag queen dressing room, he's like on board with yeah, drag. Yeah, he's like totally he fine with it. He gets it. It's not a big deal. He's like fine with it. So it just doesn't even make sense that he, and I guess that's the point. Like he's speaking in anger. I don't know. I just don't understand that impulse to like. Neither do I. Be so cruel. Yeah, especially because we've had like multiple moments between Lola and Charlie where they're like, where Charlie, where they're like seeing, they're like, oh, we're not so different, you and I. You and I, yeah. Like, 
And Lola even kind of says that. She's like, after all I've shared with you, yeah. after all we've shared together, like, why are you doing this? And I kind of was like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't make sense. And it feels so out of character for who Charlie is. Exactly. He's like, just been so mild mannered. And like, I understand the pressures are mounting, but like, I, again, right. I think the pacing issue of everything happening in the second act. Like, exactly. We need to see more of that pressure. Like all of, exactly. Throughout. We need to see it more build up through. Needs throughout. to build. So that I feel like when the fucking lid pops off, it's, it's earned. earned. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. right now it's just like, oh, a heel turn from Charlie that truly nobody saw coming. Exactly. I knew there had to be conflict. I assumed it was going to be with the fiance coming in and being like, yes, if you're going to own this, like if you're going to remortgage our home to pay for this, then I'm, I'm co-owner of this factory. Yeah, and, and like I'm I selling make decisions it. Yeah, or, or something or, like that. Yeah, or I'm selling it. I or, fully thought that her that the sale of the factory was going to be a larger story point. I thought and it she felt like, would have more to do. Yeah, same. She got like third billing in the, like third to last billing yeah. in the credit sequence, like in the bows. Mm-hmm. She bowed like right before Charlie and Lola. What? I'm almost positive. Maybe it went her, then Lauren. Yeah. It did go her, then Lauren, then Charlie Lola. But like still fourth billing? That's, she sang nothing. She didn't have a single song. And she barely showed up. Yeah. She was like, She's in the show for like all of five Three minutes. scenes maybe? Yeah. What? It's wild. It's very strange. I literally, I even wrote down when the, it was like not, I wrote down not dad selling, up those stakes, baby. <laughs> this is how we get rid of the fiance. Yeah, 100%. I was like, oh, okay, so I see where we're going. She's going to try to sell the factory and yeah. he's going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. No. Nowhere to be found. No, didn't happen. The sale of the factory doesn't even come up again. Yeah. It's, it truly makes no sense. Like, he's like, the, we're not doing that. Right. And then they just don't. Well, okay. I mean, I guess you can walk away from that, but you'd think that that guy would be pestering. Like, even if that guy was pestering him more, like, that would help build. Exactly. Build some of the the tension. To the tension. Just like being annoyed by this man who's constantly harassing you and hounding you. Like, a developer's not just going to be like, oh, well, okay then. Sorry. Exactly. You were halfway through the contract. That motherfucker is going to be calling you every day, every all day. Every single day of your life. And he's going to find your email and he's going to show up at yeah, your house. Yeah. Like, I just, like, it needed, I needed more. I needed more, like, the workers working late. Like, make yeah. more allusions to that. I don't know. Just, like, everyone was like, we're having a great time. Who would you rather look at, me or Don? Like, right. we're all just doing these, like, ba 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 homophobia is bad and look how all the women love me mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. then charlie's like you f slur i'm like okay <laughs> literally what the hell it comes out of nowhere and i genuinely believe like if we hadn't had the boxing scene it we could you could have done something a little bit more yeah like, we I, didn't need the, the boxing the scene boxing scene felt very unnecessary literally just have charlie have i guess you can't have charlie defend yeah Lola, because then when he turns around and is like, you're a bunch of Nancy boys, you're like, wait, I thought you were ally. Right. Ally. Um, <laughs> ally. Ally. But like, have the ginger girl right. stand up. Have literally one person stand up to that guy and be like, shut the fuck up. Literally. Like, leave this person alone. They are not bothering you at all. They're doing what they need to do. They're saving your fucking job, by the way. Right. Without Lola, you would be on your ass on the fucking breadline. So where's right. the her fucking flowers and charlie like does say that kind of thing to don but like it doesn't come through no it just feels everything about charlie is so like meek to me it's so mild and just like too laid back it's too Mm -hmm. like 
easy going, go with the flow. And maybe that's the point, but then it just makes the blow up feel feel completely uh, like, out of character. Yeah, just so strange. Like you don't even see a hint of right the stress. Like you kind of do like in that scene, they're building the stress, right? When yeah, he's of like, course. take it back, do it again, da, 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 da. but like that's just one scene. Like you could do that right. more frequently. Like right, and they, I feel like they're trying to maybe what they're doing is because. The fiance has just left him. Yes. Like in that at the beginning of that scene. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, right. he's, he's like, reacting to that yes, as opposed to the problems at the work. But again, still feels I didn't feel like he actually ever loved her. Like I didn't actually yes. feel like there was something about he has some line in the beginning where he's like, what are your hobbies, Charlie? And Charlie's like, I don't know, snogging. And I was yeah. like, oh, OK, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks for me because what he's portraying like with his feet fiance is that this is a woman who mm-hmm. it has sex with him occasionally and is not so bad he can put up with for the right. rest of his life like I don't feel like there's any real connection no. between them that there's any real love he's like that's my high school sweetheart I'm like that's just the first girl who ever sucked your dick exactly you can't marry the first you girl can't who ever marry sucked the your first dick. girl who sucked your dick I'm sorry uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry that's illegal that that is illegal in 2023 <laughs> I'm making it illegal. <laughs> we are going to Congress I'm and we are lobbying. President. Anyway, I'm like, okay, she deigned to do it one time and now you're like, well, that's my wife. This is it forever. Ew. <laughs> Disgusting. Gross. Um, <laughs> grow grow up. Up. <laughs> So anyway, I was like, I don't believe that he's that heartbroken no. over the dissolution of this relationship. Well, also because it's an it's a Jimmy on the side thing. Because oh, it's such, such a, a Jimmy, Jimmy on, on the side. side. Because you, we see them together like three or three four times, like three times. We see them together when she's like, I want those shoes. Yeah. We see them together uh, sort of when he's like starting to take over the mm-hmm, factory, mm-hmm. when she tells him we're going to sell the factory, and then when she breaks up with yeah. him. Okay, four. And that's it. That's it. Fourth billing. Yeah. Don is in, Don has more of an impact on this story than the fiance. Than the fiance. In my opinion, my yeah, humble she, opinion. He absolutely does. He at least has a whole fucking scene where he's literally a star. Um, I, I genuinely don't wow. see why we even needed the fiance we as a character. We didn't. He could have moved to London without the fiance. Like, yeah, he could have moved to London without the fiance just because he wanted to get out of Northampton. Yeah. Like put on little town and been like, I bought a flat with like all the money I saved up and then I remortgaged it. And like, how am I going to afford this flat in London? Right. And you know, like you can raise that stake without having the fiance and you can still have this like pining relationship with, right. um, the, with Lauren, like she's unsure if she likes you anyway, because she thought you were kind of a twat growing up. Yeah, so exactly. like, she's not really sure that she's into you. Um, and also you're her boss. Power dynamic. Power dynamic. Illegal. And illegal. <laughs> jail. Uh, <laughs> and like she can just be like, or you could use that to up the stakes. Like yeah. she's kind of trying to throw herself at you and you don't really know how to, pro- like we did not need the fiance. No, I could, you no, can rewrite you can this and write her out. you don't need her yeah. to be part of it um, at all. But anyway, so Charlie blows up and then he's like, well, I've lost everybody, but still I rise, I guess. <laughs> Yet I rise. And he's like, I'm going to go to Milan by myself. Well, because he like sings this whole song about like. Cause I hated it, that. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. Um, it's essentially about like, sorry, dad. <laughs> like That's the whole vibe yeah. of the song. Sorry, dad, but also I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Well, because like they, Charlie and Lola have that song at the at the first act where they're like. 
I'm not the man that my father thought that I was. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is a really good through line. Like, uh, reckoning with like, I'm not gonna, um, be, I'm going to be my own person essentially. Right. right. And then it kind of feels like Charlie doesn't do that. No. You're doing exactly the thing that your father wanted you to do. Yeah. He tricked you. He tricked you. He reverse psychology you into Milan. He reverse psychology to psychology to him. Yeah. Into Milan. That's why he never left a note about his Holy intentions. Holy fuck. <laughs> Wait, is this show actually brilliant? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and you know what else I love is that yeah. Charlie was like, we will have beautiful women models putting these shoes on or we will have nothing goes to Milan actively with women from the factory from the factory and is like not good enough I'll do it I will do it <laughs> like you couldn't even have like a basic looking woman where are still the, a woman uh, yeah still a cis woman who dresses as a woman you were so hell-bent on that being the thing the thing so why are you doing it yourself it's because, and like, you didn't even practice walking in the shoes. I'm sorry. You didn't even try. You didn't wear those things through the airport. The hotel at least. At up least. all night. Strutting the hallway. I believe you could at least not look like a fucking freshly born deer. <laughs> if you'd given it an hour. Looking like Bambi ass up Truly, there. Truly. Just like. Insane. Try. Absolutely insane. Try. One, try this once. is saving the company. Literally. This it, is all you ever wanted. I actually am mad at Charlie. Like, always. No, I'm furious. I'm, fu- I'm, oh, I'm fuming. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. But then Lola shows up to say, okay, well, sorry. Well, because like. So, Charlie goes to Milan. Hold on. We also need to like. <laughs> we need to address. Wait. Oh, are you talking about the Italian woman? No. <laughs> I was talking about Lola singing to her father. Oh, yeah. But you oh, talk about the Italian no. woman. <laughs> No, no, no. I was going to talk about how because everything is moving so quickly, we have Charlie's blow up. He sings a song about I'm going to be my own man and my fa- I'm, how do I live up to my father's legacy? But also by being my own man, I'm going to fulfill what my father wanted me to do. It's weird. And then he like turns around and and like the oh. thing that gets him to reach out to Lola again is yeah. that Don brought everybody back to work for free. He's like, you know what? I was an asshole. You know what? I was an asshole. All these things, like, (laughs) surely if I let him... It's real fuckboy thinking, honestly. Like, when you're just, like, (laughs) trapped in the cycle of a fuckboy and you're like... Yeah. Yeah, if I do whatever he wants um, and he disrespects me as much as he wants, he'll see that I'm actually a good person and he'll respect me. Exactly. And Harvey was like, yeah, that's how life works. It just doesn't make sense because, like... It, I don't see how those two things connect. Like, no. why does Don getting everybody to work for free make Charlie be like, actually, Lola, I was wrong? In no way does that consequence, like, would that make you reconsider your actions? Exactly. Because what's happened is everyone walked out and then everyone came back. Literally. Literally, so, like, so now the work is getting from done. from what we can understand in the timeline of the yeah. show. Literally minutes later, minutes later, you didn't say sorry. You no, didn't call them all up. No, you just had a fucking seance with your dead dad. And Don was like, "Well, goodness of my heart, I want to keep my job exactly. So I will my bring jawed. everyone back." Like craziness, insane. None of these people pay for their actions. <laughs> None. It's psycho. It's psycho. Okay, but now we can talk okay. about. <laughs> so then Charlie calls Lola a million times while they're getting ready to go to Milan. Right. And then we cut to Lola. Cut in, to. Cut to in a gown. This is supposed to be like clearly her number. Right. Um, 
I did not love the voices on this crew. I'm so sorry. I liked Lauren. I liked her. Lauren was good. Did not love. I just felt like both of them were pitchy. Charlie and Lola both. Oh, had, I, I liked it. I, I didn't have any issues with them. It's not my fave. Not yeah. my fave. It could just be the songwriting that I just didn't love. Yeah. Um, but even that like ballad that like that's supposed to be like her big number. And I was just kind of like, yeah, meh. I, I just that. like wasn't overwhelmed by it. I don't know. I wanted like if you're going to have that be her like, I need someone who's gonna like fucking right. rip it you right, know what I mean exactly just like be incredible and maybe Billy Porter was maybe I don't know I never I've actually never seen Billy Porter do anything <laughs> like act I've never seen him in anything <laughs> the way you phrased that Sorry. was I've never I've seen Billy never Porter seen do, do anything. anything I've seen him wear a hat with a fringe that's on a like mechanical Reveal. Oh yes, of course. Um, the Vogue uh, camp yeah. uh, met, or met ball. That's all I've seen Billy Porter do. Yeah. So I don't know if he can sing, <laughs> but I support him. I assume that he can if he was, well, on, was Broadway. on Broadway. On Broadway. Um, that's very kind of you to say about Broadway. Um, <laughs> as though people who can't sing don't get on Broadway. Um, I wanna, I wanna believe that everybody on Broadway is very so good at singing talented, because that means that there's. Yeah. Let's get William Reed back to talk about Alice. Yeah, please. yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut two. Um, yeah, truly. Fun home part two. That <laughs> um, <laughs> fun home. Fuck. Next yeah, to normal. No, no, no. Next to normal. I was like, yeah, fun home. No, next to normal. No, for sure. Both um, sad, different shows. Different, different. Both featuring a lesbian, but in different ways. In different ways. <laughs> um, mm. So yeah, I didn't like. I just wasn't moved by the song, and then the I. reveal that, that she she's was singing, singing to her to dad. dad in a wheelchair. I was like, no. I'd rather it be like a seance with her dead dad, literally, like, a la Charlie. Like just mirror that. It's supposed to be mirrors. I see that, but yes. like I need the, the dad to be like, dead. Yeah, the lighting is the same and everything. Yeah. But like, I yeah, need the dad. I to be need dead. the dad to be dead. She's Cause like, they, well, bye, dad, and then she's just fucking fucked she off. Fucking, she even has a line that I thought was hilarious. Okay, uh, in the first act where she's talking about her dad and uh-huh. how like he disowned her, like yeah. when he sh- when she showed up to the boxing ring in a, in drag, uh-huh. and she was like, I have. Haven't, uh, I'd never talked to him again after that, even when he got lung cancer. Yeah. And then she has a line where she says, fags got, got him, him in, in the, the end. end. And I was like, that was, that was, <laughs> that was solid. Very fucking good. That was solid. Um, and so Another I was delayed laugh line. Exactly. Like, I was like, why is everyone not screaming? It's because uh, people are scared at laughing at uh, <laughs> That's true. people using the word fag. That's true. Um, but. I just assumed that Charlie's dad was, or um, Lola's dad was dead. Dead. Lung cancer is not great. No. I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah, it was weird. And the fact that they, the dad didn't even say anything. No, he's like in shadow. Yeah. It's probably one of the drag queens just like in a wheelchair. Yeah, maybe. Turn around. I don't know. You couldn't really see. Um and she says bye like very in a like kind of final way, didn't you feel? Yeah. It was yeah, very like very, Well, like, now I've gotten I'm, my peace out. Goodbye yeah. forever, I'm Pop. never seeing you again. Yeah. And then she's like, Well, it's time to go to Milan. Right. So then she does. I guess I don't know. The UK is very small, you can barely fly. Um, the UK and Europe very close together. Uh mm, that's prob- true. Probably two three hours on a flight anyway um she gets in full drag full, full beat. beat and is like charlie please step aside um and then charlie sits on the end of the stage into the runway and i was Get like up the stage we're showing off the boots and you're sort of blocking and the entirety of the boot. blocking the boot the whole boot nothing but the boot 
that's you in the way. My question, are yeah. these the boots that are downing the house? Yeah, these are the boots that down the house. Okay. In fact. Yeah, and that's the line. It's called down the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, the house down boots. The house down boots. House down yeah. boots. House down boots. Yeah. That should be a line. Surely it is. It, surely RuPaul has to stomped on this opportunity. I'm actually surprised that they never had RuPaul. Never asked? I don't know. But, like, I'm surprised that never had they never had RuPaul, like, actually, wait. I think. Mm, Ru's not a Broadway girl, as we know. That's true. She also has a very... A unique way of looking at the pay form of Broadway. I've listened uh, I, when I used to listen to her pod. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about like she talked to like Cheyenne Jackson about getting paid on Broadway, and mm. she kept asking him, like, "But what are you getting paid per show?" And I was like, "That's not how actors get paid." <laughs> <laughs> but that's how television people get paid. <laughs> exactly. That's how RuPaul thinks about money. Exactly. Like I don't think Ru would ever give up because she's filming like a million. Oh yeah, seasons, every so, single day. But like girl and she probably can't bring a raven with her to do her looks they <laughs> probably want somebody to do sing, so that's, that's also, also part true of the but i'm i would but be, like what a stunt i know honestly talk about stunt casting that's what i'm saying Todd like, recall have lola like literally drew paul yeah literally super star drag queen of the world i can't believe insane anyway why are we better at broadway than harvey Fairstein? <laughs> great cue been asking myself that for years um, so yeah, I Mikaj is great. <laughs> so so Lola shows up, she's brought all the drag girls, all the dolls, and they are stomping the runway and the day is saved. Unclear. No one's like, I'll buy those boots. Yeah. They're just like, Well, we're all together. We're all in this That's basically together. what the ending number and, is. And then they all just freeze frame. And that's it. And that's like, it. We've healed. Amen. We've bridged homophobia. We we With talked about boots. our daddy issues. Yeah. We boots the house down. What more could be said? <laughs> what more could be said? It's we- very um, giant Patrick Star. I want to rock boots. <laughs> One foot on either side of the, <laughs> yes. of the broken rainbow that has become of this factory. <laughs> exactly. And um, being like, no, it's okay. I've healed you. I've healed you. It's okay. Bam. Finale. I, Yeah. Um, and there it is and that's kinky boots that's fucking kinky boots we didn't really talk about the music but um, basically if you listen to any Cyndi Lauper album you know exactly what this show sounds like and I would argue listen to a Cyndi Lauper album instead because it's better than this I'm sorry I did not care for the music not at all I thought it was fun and I like Cyndi Lauper yeah it was fine. I liked the yeah. big group numbers. I liked Lauren's like Charlie. Yeah, number. I liked Lauren's Charlie number a lot. Um, hated all the soliloquies, like the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie's notes to his dead dad, and didn't care for Lola's ballad. Like, even Sexes in the Heel was fine, but like not. I don't know. It just like yeah, I get eh, that. I just felt meth for the whole thing. Like, I think you and I kind of chatted about this yeah. via text, but it was like there's nothing offense. Well. I won't say there's nothing offensive <laughs> about this musical, but I will say like this musical is not like particularly offensive to my sensibility, like no. musical sensibilities. The fact like if it had never if it had, won, if it the hadn't Tony, won the Tony, then I think it would be a fine musical and everyone would be like, yeah, that happened. OK, yeah, it was fun. Millions of musicals happen every day. Exactly. And that's all right. It was it's fun. Allowed. It was a it was a romp and good yeah. time. You go in, you turn your yeah. brain off and it's silly, it's good. cute, fun. Yeah. But like the fact that it won 
and was nominated for so many awards yeah. makes me look at it with a more critical eye and of be course. like, why is, why? why? Like why what this? was so compelling about it that it needed to be awarded right. or even nominated for that many awards? I completely agree. And I did want to read uh, one quick thing so about read. like the whole um, Matilda of yes. it all. Because it. Matilda was the critical darling mm-hmm. going into this Tony season mm-hmm. and everybody thought Matilda was going to win. But... Uh, According to Wikipedia, New York Times theater writer Patrick Healy reported that some Tony voters found Matilda, quote, dark and (laughs) a bit chilly and accurately predicted that, quote, while the cleverness of Matilda may be enough to win best book, the warmth of Kinky Boots will be enough to score an upset and make take the top Tony for best musical, unquote. And what I have to say to that is no song in Kinky Boots Mm -hmm. made me cry like When I Grow Up did from Matilda. Okay, thank you. Has none of them ever read a Roald Dahl book? Like, I'm so sorry. Exactly. That's the whole point of Roald Dahl is it's not like warm. Like, I mean, it's fulfilling in different ways, but like it isn't particular. It is very dark. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Like dark children's books. Exactly. I don't want to buy. Like, I think that's a really gross metric to be like, yeah, sorry, this was too dark. We need warm, cheery, happy. We need everyone all at the end on the stage together. Exactly. Yeah. With yeah. their fists in the air. That like, sucks. Yucky. That's gross. That's a bad metric that's a for bad like metric what for makes a theater. good show. Yeah, that's a bad metric for art. I don't care for that. Like that, I think that's really insightful. And yeah. I think that's a really good summation of what happened. But yeah. like if that's what the governing body is looking at, like what made us feel good? I don't like that. Neither do I. And now I have questions about why did you even vote for Hadestown? <laughs> Like, you made the right choice, but... Uh, like, what happened? What Who got happened? to you? What happened? Um, what does Anais Mitchell have on you? Right. And um, also, now it makes sense why Ray Common didn't win. So it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, yeah. like, it, it, if you but apply I mean, like, we that knew, lens like, to it... Ray like, Common didn't win. Right? Exactly. But, yeah. If you apply that lens and you look back, you're like, oh, okay, I can see why yeah. this one... Even, like, Dear Evan Hansen. Right. Like, yeah, of course. At the end, it is very, like, we feel good. Right. We're doing it together. Like, I'm not going to say that that's always the case, but no. I do think that that is a really interesting look into mm-hmm. how the body is yeah. kind of like voting. Absolutely. Um, and upsetting to me. A little. Um, but I think you're right. Did we miss anything? We missed a oh, lot, but like, um, <laughs> I think I, we covered pages everything. Pages of notes, so I don't want to miss. Don't want to No, I think we covered me. everything. Okay. Um, yeah, so Connor, man, and share this for us. Final um, thoughts. Like you said, this musical is fine. Um, I, we're only looking at it critically because it won the Tony. Mm-hmm. Like we're, it, 100%. it was given critical accolades. Yeah. So therefore, we're going to look at it critically. Look at it critically. If it that is my Judd. That is my Judd, and that is how I pay my bill. Thank you. Um, it's fine. It's. I will admit, I think I had a lot more fun watching it than you did. Yeah. Um, it has some good jokes, got some good bits. Um, that's all I can really say about it. Other than the litany of problems that I've already listed. Mm-hmm. Meryl manager. Yeah. Same. I think, I think I enjoyed it more than I'm portraying my yeah. enjoyment, but it was also very like, what a way to kill two hours. Yeah. Like it was and long. I, I, oh, I was going to say, I will say, I felt like it went by pretty quick. It did. It did yeah. feel like it went by quick. Um, because, you know, famously, everything happens in the second act. Exactly. So, like, you're like, what? What? what yeah. What's going on? Um, when all the action is at the end of the, <laughs> yeah, the show. It just it. really eats you through there. Um, it was, like, a thing to have on. I also watched it during my work day. Yeah. And, like, had it on in the background. Um, I, like, focused on it when I could. But, like, 
Um, yeah, I just, it was fine. It was mm-hmm. fine. If it hadn't won the award for best Tony, or for best Tony, for best musical. Best Tony. <laughs> the best Tony goes to. <laughs> I won to. the Tony award for best Tony. <laughs> I'm the best Tony in West Side Story. <laughs> and that's how I won my Tony. For being the best Tony. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, if it hadn't won an award, right. I would be like, oh, fine. Honestly, if it hadn't won awards, you and I would be like, it should have won It should have won awards. <laughs> we would have been standing for the drag and queens. And maybe that's the bits over Broadway guarantee. That is the bits over Broadway guarantee. We're here to be... Um, controversial Controversial. uh so yeah that's that's what i have to say about that it's fine if you already have a broadway hd subscription watch it watch it i wouldn't get a broadway hd subscription to watch it fair but i would if i had one already and was like oh i never checked out kinky boots yeah sure right and like pretty um not all ages, but I think 13 and up, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's pretty family-friendly. Yeah, there's nothing, like, super... Crazy. No. Um, and might start conversations about, like, why you shouldn't um, fight during homophobic <laughs> rants. Right. I don't know. Um, anyway, Connor, anything to plug? As usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRELIA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing at The Onion or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast at Bits Over B-Way um, across all platforms. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. You can follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. Uh, we have no paywalled content, um, but perhaps there might be some. Maybe um, one day. I did, <laughs> listening to a recent episode, realize I threatened to put a boy dance party on there, <gasps> so maybe I will. Um, but you have to pay to you get it. You have to pay to get it. Putting it behind the paywall. Um uh, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts. We are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify. If we are not where you listen to your podcast, let us know and we will get to where you listen to your podcasts. And like and subscribe, rate and review. I think that's it. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I am escorted out of the Escorted out midday in the matinee even. In my jeans. Everyone boos. Wearing a shirt that says friend of the pod. <laughs> <laughs>